You're listening to the Tools for the Modern Man podcast. If you're looking for the tools to deal with the challenges of this ever-changing modern world, you're in the right place. Now let's get it going. Welcome to the Tools for the Modern Man podcast. I'm your host, Pete Beskis. Uh, I just got back after two weeks of vacation, and this concept always comes through my mind when I've let my routine slide quite a bit. Um, you know, I went home. It's always good to go home. Uh, you know, my family's there, my parents, my sister, had cousins, you know, nieces and nephews, friends, just going around, seeing everybody, old colleagues. And it's great. Like, you know, you have your day set up, you sleep in, you know, do some activities, go have a coffee, go have a lunch, go have a few beers, um, then go have a few more beers. And before you know it, you know, your two weeks are up, you get home, you're really tired, you're really sluggish. You realize you haven't really slept all that well because you've been on the go the whole time. And you're staring at all of the good habits that you created before you left and how many of those you dropped off as you're gone. And it always makes me think about the, the concept of motivation. And you know, a lot of people just still say motivation doesn't really exist. Motivation is not a great way, great, it's not a great tool to lean on. Um, if you're trying to improve yourself over the long term, like motivation is great for fits and starts, but it doesn't really work over time. And that's because of a concept that I learned a while ago called the motivational triad. It goes back to the base programming of us as humans and what truly motivates us as individuals. And to just simplify it, it it consists of three components. The first component of the, of the motivational triad is we in our programming, in our ultimate DNA, are seeking pleasure. That it goes to our prehistoric programming. As humans, to survive, we're seeking pleasure. So that could be in the form of reproduction. That could be in the form of eating. That could be in the form of drinking. And in our modern world, where all of the things around us are so enticing and so amped up, it's very easy to look for pleasure. You know, I, I said before, you, having a beer, that's pleasurable, having a glass of wine. Um, you're sitting on a patio and your brain's like, ooh, this tastes good. Let's have another. It's your brain, that's your brain programming you to chase that pleasure one more, right? If, if one drink is good, two drinks must be better. If one slice of cake is good, two slices could be better. And so our brain is actually pushing us towards that. So when we talk about motivation, the motivation isn't inherently in our programming to go after hard things. It's to go after pleasurable things. It's why we don't, it's why we shy away from the unpleasurable stuff like working out or you know, being disciplined, waking up early, because that's not pleasurable. That's not what motivates us. What motivates us is seeking pleasure. The second part of the motivational triad, the motivational triangle, is we're programmed to avoid pain. So what would motivate us is to experience as little pain as possible. And it always goes back to that, you know, workout saying no pain, no gain. But our brains don't want pain. But in order to gain something, you have to sacrifice something. And there is never going to be a motivation for that. And if you're looking for motivation, 
to do something uncomfortable, you're going to fail nine times out of 10. And I think that's why most of us, when we go on a vacation, when we allow ourselves to take a break, we're actually taking a break, a break from our discipline. We're taking a break from our good habits because to instill good habits, to instill discipline is painful. It's painful to wake up at 5 a.m. It's painful to go for a run. It's painful to lift weights. Sure, you feel good after, but your brain's not looking at that. Your brain is looking at the before. So in the short term, in that first reaction, our brain is trying to avoid pain and seek pleasure. So when we're on vacation, it's really easy to do those two things. It's really easy to avoid pain. I'm just not going to work out today and seek pleasure. I'm just going to go sit on a patio with my friends. And the third component of the motivational triad is to reduce effort. In the wild, when energy is at a minimum and sustenance is hard to come by, our brain was evolved to try to reduce our effort wherever possible. That's why when you work out, you plateau. That's why after a few, you know, after you drive for a few years, your brain can go on autopilot and you can drive the same route every single day and not even remember it some days. That's because it's our brain reallocating energy so that it can maximize and maximize output and minimize effort. So those are kind of the three components of the motivational triad. Those are very primitive components, seeking pleasure, avoiding pain and reducing effort. And we're fighting those things constantly. Those are constantly at odds with us trying to evolve, trying to get better. And if we allow ourselves to just, I guess, go down to our base programming, then those are the three things we're constantly doing, seeking pleasure, avoiding pain, and reducing effort. So how do we overcome this? And I'm going to tell you it's not through motivation. Motivation is going to fail you. And every single coach I know, every single trainer I know, every single thought leader I know will tell you motivation will fail you. Motivation is it's good in spurts. It's just like willpower. It will only get you so far. What you have to do is actually look at this motivational triad. And once you're aware of it, once you understand it and where it's coming from, then it's a decision. And it's not about motivation. It's just about a choice. So your motivational triad, your base programming is developed in your primitive brain. And that was there thousands and millions of years ago to protect you, to keep us alive, to propagate our species. But what we evolved past was that primitive brain. We evolved an evolved brain. We evolved a brain that is more powerful and is capable of higher thinking and choice that no other animal on this planet can really do at the, at the level we can. And because of that, that's what we have to tap into if we want to overcome the motivational triad. If we want to overcome our base programming, we need to tap into our evolved brain. Well, how do we do that? Why does our evolved brain always take a second, second uh, seat to our primitive brain? And I'd like to say it doesn't. It, you know, it happens to me all the time. I fall back into some patterns. I fall back into some habits. Maybe it's some, it's a wake-up call that I need, like stepping on the scale and seeing that I'm up a few pounds. Maybe it's 
my bank account because I spent too much. Or maybe it's just feeling lethargic. Maybe it's just looking around my house and going, oh, you know what? It's time. It's time to clean up. It's time to get organized. And I think that that, that little part of our evolved brain starting to pull the reins back on the primitive brain and that motivational triad of always looking for pleasure, always trying to avoid pain and always trying to reduce our effort. And one way I like to think about it is that there's a kid running around. There's like two parts of your brain. One's like the kid, the teenager, the, the one that is ruled by emotion and the other one is ruled by higher thinking. So when we are trying to get back on the good habits, the discipline, um, back to the way we want to live our daily existence. I kind of look at those three motivational triad components and it's like looking at my kids. It's like, yeah, if I fed my son Oreos all day, every day, he wouldn't complain. He wouldn't say no, but I'm a parent and I can't do that even if it hurts him. And why is it okay for me to do that for him, but it's not okay for me to imply, you know, or to do the same thing for myself, avoiding pain. Well, I know exercise is important. I know movement is important. So I can't avoid the pain. I can just think about what's on the other side of it. So today was a great example. Today, first day back. And yeah, I wasn't really motivated to go and exercise. I wasn't motivated. It was really hot out. I wasn't really motivated to go run. Um, wasn't motivated to kind of do calisthenics. But I looked at a way that as an adult, I could get myself moving. I could get myself sweating. I could get myself stretching. And, you know, I saw that my house needed some work. The front yard had a bunch of leaves in from the two weeks that I was gone. And so I went outside and I spent about 40 minutes just cleaning up, sweeping up, de-weeding a little bit, cleaning up some of the leaves, getting some sun on my, on my face, getting outside and just going through the motions. I just let my primitive brain start yelling at me, sit down, go chill out, go relax. And I allowed my adult brain, my evolved brain to go back and say, well, I had two weeks of that. It's now time to get back to work. And I think that's where the true motivation comes from. It has nothing to do with being inspired, having a light bulb. In fact, it's competing against what our true motivations are, which aren't positive. Our true motivations are to seek pleasure, to avoid pain, and to reduce effort. And if we're always defaulting to that motivation, we're never going to grow. We're never going to improve. We're never going to accomplish the things we want to accomplish. So today, I just want to leave you with that. If you're feeling lethargic, if you're kind of in that summer slump, you've come back from vacation, you're looking for motivation, I'm going to tell you to stop. Stop looking for it. Just reinforce what you want and understand that if you're looking for motivation, you have it in the in the form of negative motivation. So there's your motivation. It's pulling you back. Your motivation is holding you back from what you want to try to do. So go out, do one thing today that helps to move you forward. Do one thing that quiets that primitive brain where it's just telling you to go and indulge and be lazy, sit on the couch and stay in your warm bed. And with that, I hope you guys have, have a great day, great week, and I'll talk to you all next week.
Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Tools for the Modern Man podcast. If you like what you heard today, drop me a review on iTunes or share it with a friend. And if you want to learn more about working with me, you can always look me up at www.petebeskis.com. Thanks and see you all next week.